What up, it's your boy Grey Wolf, and uh, as everyone knows, the uh, FCC has voted to repeal Obama-era net neutrality protections, as well as previous administration-era protections as well. Um, you know, a lot of people are posting about what could happen and what the ISPs can do now that they're, they have free reign to charge us whatever the hell they want. But let's delve deeper into a more activist and privacy situation. Now, the government has made it clear that they want back doors, they want this, they want that into these encryption apps and these encryption, you know, messengers and things like that. And with a free and open internet with net neutrality, there's nothing that they could have done other than ban encryption. But with what the FCC did, they don't even have to ban encryption. They can have, they can compel, well, I, I won't say that they can publicly compel, but let's just say that, you know, these ISPs could, in fact, block certain apps from the Americans' use, plain and simple, without even having to touch the encryption. It's being done in other countries right now. I mean, apps like Signal, of course, have created ways to, to circumvent without the need of having to go through courts and things like that, a la uh, when Egypt tried to block their app. But that's, you know, that's just some of the things that, that can happen, you know what I mean? You know, Black Lives Matter activism, if, you know... Let's go, let's go to, you know, the Roy, the Roy Moore situation. What if a ISP was pro Roy Moore and they just started, you know, blocking the ability for us to see things that were against Roy Moore or vice versa? What if you're a conservative? What if you were for Roy Moore and the ISP decided, you know what, we're a liberal company. We don't want you to see anything that has to do with Roy Moore. Vote for Doug Jones. That's what y'all don't get, man. You conservatives, you Republicans, you, with this FCC thing, you're shooting yourselves in the foot. You know what I mean? Rich folks, global companies, big companies, they're not going to have to worry about it. They have the money to pay all this extra bullshit. It's the little people that are going to suffer. And you little people that keep on voting for this shit is the problem. Now, given that 80% of Americans are against it, conservative and liberal alike, and progressive, 80%, they still went ahead and did it anyway. Because Ajit Pai is a fucking idiot. All he cares about is his agenda, and his agenda is Trump's agenda. He's been wanting to get rid of these protections since uh, Obama hired him. 
Now, Obama didn't hire him in the, the chairman spot, but once Obama was gone, uh, Trump hired him in that spot because he knew that he would get the agenda across. See, people think that these regulations are, are too much of a government oversight, but without these regulations, the people are what's in danger, and these corporations know it. Twenty eighteen is going to be the one of the biggest, you know, political fights of our time. I mean, people didn't take Trump seriously, and look what happened. If anything, he's right. He did make America great again, but not in the way that he thought. What he did was is that he empowered a people that had grown sedentary with the fact that we had Obama and Obama was taking care of shit. You know what I mean? But now, you know, because of that sedentariness, now we have to politically, we had to politically, you know, lift weights in 2017, so to speak. You know, now that we've lost all that, you know, all that bad political weight, we're in good political shape to fight even harder in 2018 to get rid of all these people who have been supporting Trump and his agenda, his racist and xenophobic agenda. The people who supported Roy Moore, no matter, even though they knew who he was and what he was and the kind of monster he was. Yeah, those people got to go. You know, the smart conservative and the smart Republicans that rebuked him. But the RNC having his back and Trump having his back, that's going to be a huge implication of what's to come in 2018 and then in 2020. Now, Alabama was just a, a foreshadowing of the resolve that the African-American community has now. They show the power of black women. They show the power of, you know, the African-American community as a whole, our political power, our financial power. You know what I mean? Republicans are going to try to, you know, backtrack. They're going to try to do this and that. They're going to try to, you know, distance themselves from all the bullshit that happened in 2017. The Internet has a, a long memory. And the Internet doesn't forget. You're not dealing with 1980. 1990 people you're dealing with 21st century people see in the 80s and 90s and even way before then for you know hundreds and hundreds of years whoever had the power had the say so you know what I mean they could just say anything you know, go on the news hear this this and this you know people weren't really listening to the news 
young people in general weren't really listening to the news, reading newspapers. But you know what young people are doing now? Because it's right in their face. They're reading Facebook. They're reading Twitter. And that's where they're getting their news from. Even more so than when I was young. When I was growing up, if if there would have been social media in the 80s and 90s, half the bullshit that happened wouldn't have happened. Half the people that got elected wouldn't have got elected. I don't even think Ronald Reagan would have gotten elected if we had social media back then. You know what I mean? But 2018 is going to be a reckoning. Yes, it is.